Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now today's first story comes from Grandma's Cakes, who says, am I the asshole for selling out on my grandma's secret recipe? My grandma was a wonderful baker had a secret cake recipe that she had created herself. It used some very uncommon spice combinations in the cake and frosting that produced a very unique but delicious cake. She would always make it for our big family gatherings and it was always the most popular dessert. When she got sick a couple of years ago, she decided to share the recipe so that it wouldn't die with her and offered to give it to any of her kids or grandkids who wanted it. I was the only one who asked for it before she died. I don't know why no one else did as there were several other bakers in the family. After she passed, I took over bringing the cake to family gatherings and everyone was happy to still be able to enjoy it. I also started making cakes for friends and family and then for others by word of mouth to make some extra cash on the side. My business was really stunned to pick up around the time the pandemic hit as people who'd had my cakes recommended me to their own friends and family. It soon became too much to keep up with in my tiny home kitchen. So I reached out to a friend who had a catering business with a professional kitchen. Since her business took a big hit with COVID, I made a deal to use her kitchen to make my cakes and help supplement the takeout business and she started to get by. My cousin Jane recently found out that grandma's recipe was one of my best sellers and said that I had no right to sell out grandma's recipe, especially after keeping it all to myself. She had asked for it late last year, but I said no. I told her that she had the chance to get it from grandma before she died and didn't seem to care enough to bother then. Since Jane had lost her job and she had decided to try selling cakes too, which I think is why she had asked for the recipe. Unfortunately for her, it's not going well. The reviews on her cakes have not been good and no one has been recommending her. Jane said that the only reason my business was doing well was because of grandma's cake, which she wanted to sell too and my access to a professional kitchen. The kitchen does help with being able to work on multiple orders at once, but my business is doing well because I actually make good cakes. Jane is a good cook, but not a good baker. She doesn't follow measurements properly and instead does everything to taste, which works for cooking, but not baking. Using too much or too little of any ingredients like flour, eggs, or butter, or even their starting temperature will not give you the result you want. Jane is demanding I either stop selling grandma's cake or teach her the recipe so she can too. I refused and said that she was a hypocrite for wanting to sell the cake herself and getting angry at me for doing so. When she gave me the recipe, grandma said that her biggest regret was never opening a bakery like she had dreamed. My ultimate dream now too. I think she'd love so many people enjoying her cake. And on this one, we're going to start straight away with Theory Addict who says, Not the arsehole. She wants to do what you are doing and you are right. She had the chance to get the recipe herself, but she obviously didn't care to. 
They quotes, she doesn't care that it was grandma's recipe. She just cares that now she can profit off of it. And then says, if I can't be successful, then neither can you, is what she is saying. Because she says, you're only really successful because of the recipe. If she can't use the recipe too, then she wants you to stop using it. The very thing she says is making you successful. You don't owe her the recipe. If it had meant anything to her, she'd have asked for it back then. And continues to say, you and your grandma both shared a love of baking and were the only one to inquire about the recipe, so it's now yours to pass on to whoever you wish. Also, baking by taste. How the fuck does she do that with the batter and the raw eggs and stuff and making sure nothing's off too much for it to rise or react like it's supposed to? I bet even if you gave her the recipe, she probably would do the same to it and and try and one-up you. Always bet on red says, everyone sucks here. If grandma would love so many people enjoying her cake, do you think she'd appreciate the family drama it started? I agree that Jane should have spent time learning the recipe from grandma when she was alive, and I think it's ridiculous that she's still trying to play a guilt trip over you selling the cakes. However, I also raise an eyebrow at you trading on the nostalgia of grandma's legacy and dreams, while at the same time fighting with her granddaughter. From what you say, Jane's business is no competition to yours, even if she had the magical recipe. So it's not like you need to worry about that aspect. I can't imagine grandma would have wanted her cake to tear her family apart. Marv Albert says not the arsehole and the people saying everyone sucks here and that you should share the recipe for the sake of family harmony and giving you bad advice. Guard that recipe with your life. You've created a viable, growing business and who knows how far you can take it. You could become the next hostess or little Debbie. Anything is possible. All thanks to grandma's secret family recipe, a great marketing gimmick. If you share the recipe with your cousin, she could sabotage your success by spreading the recipe around. Sometimes you've got to be ruthless. When you build a multi-million dollar business, the rest of the family will take your side in any dispute with your cousin. She had a chance and she blew it. That's not your problem or responsibility. I wish you the best of luck. Proof Plum says not the asshole. Grandma offered, no takers but you. A last word has spoken. Keep that secret and honor grandma. If you get the chance, hope you name it after her. Edit to add, she left you intellectual property. It's yours now. If she had an odd collection of disturbing teacups and said, who wants these and you were the only taker and later said teacups were worth money, I wouldn't expect you to share them with the others who declined the disturbing teacups. Solitary Tea Party says everyone sucks here. Jane is being a huge hypocrite and she's obviously salty that she isn't profiting off the recipe as well. You are being the asshole for acknowledging it is a family recipe and hoarding it like a dragon. So what if Jane didn't ask you why your grandma was alive? Maybe she liked it best when your grandma made it. Maybe she thought she'd have more time. Who knows and who cares why? You write like you think she's not good enough to have the recipe and that's really unpleasant to read. Your grandma made the cake for family as a show of love. Is this really how she'd want you to be treating the gift she left you? And one more from a deleted user who says, Everyone sucks here. I do think you have the right to sell the cake. However, I don't think you have the right to keep it from your family members because it isn't yours. You say that you want others to be able to enjoy your grandmother's cake, but you are being hypocritical and petty by keeping the recipe from your cousin. And the timeline pretty much continued like that with not the arseholes, everyone sucks here, all the way through it. But all I could think about is cake. I want me some cake right now. But anyway, OP continued with an update which says, Firstly, I opened my bakery. I found a great spot near my city's office park slash main commuter route to the big city of a caterer slash takeout deli that closed. 
We've been open since June and business has been great with all the morning slash evening traffic and the lunch crowd from the business park. We sell cakes, pastries, breads, buns, etc. Typical bakery stuff. They also have a cook who comes in for a few hours in the mornings to do eggs and stuff for breakfast, sandwiches and wraps for the office folks. A few weeks after I opened, Jane stopped by. She apologized and confirmed what I and others had suspected. She only cared about the cake recipe because she was jealous of my success with custom cake business. She'd always wanted to work in food, but hated the idea of losing her evenings and working in a high-pressure kitchen. So when I suddenly started doing so well, she thought she could do the same, but didn't know how to start her own catering business. I apologized too for not wanting to share the recipe, but I was afraid that she would ruin my business by putting out bad cakes and no one would want to buy mine either. I then offered to have her come in three days a week to offer a soup slash stew of the day during lunch rush. I had the extra kitchen space for it and soups and stews really do suit her style of cooking to taste. She loved the idea and they were an instant hit. She had complete freedom to create whatever two kinds of soup she wanted each day, just adding things on a whim and they were always delicious. They got very popular quickly with the office folks since there aren't many other takeout options nearby without driving about an extra 5-10 to 10 minutes out besides two fast food burger places. We soon expanded to her coming in every weekday and then making a cold soup option on Fridays for the Saturday lunch, closed Sundays. It's been a great arrangement since she keeps her evenings and weekends and gets that creative control. In the last couple of weeks, we've also started doing take-home heat and serve dishes too, like lasagna, chicken and steak tacos or sub kits, etc. I'll do the pasta and bread, she does the other prep and sauces. So far, they've been very popular. She's tried her hand at baking a time or two again and has declared she just doesn't have the patience for it and hasn't asked for the recipe again, nor has any other family. P.S. for those wondering, Grandma had a standing offer for over a year before she died when she wasn't yet sick enough to stop baking for anyone to come over and she had personally walked them through the recipe she was very sad and disappointed that i was the only one who did so the other bakers would always make excuses about the time or say later later shortly before she died she said that since i was the only one who bothered the recipe was mine now it's still my best selling cake a wholesome ending about cake i love it You know, we usually see the bad side to people in these stories and things could have certainly went in that direction during this story. And I'm glad it didn't because to me in the original part of the story, I got to say, I didn't feel like OP was the arsehole in it. And it did make me sad when some of the comments were bringing up, you know, how grandma wouldn't want her family fighting, especially over her cake. I know thinking pragmatically here and it sounds horrible to say, but I know grandma, bless her, isn't with us now, so it doesn't really bother her. But the memory of her as well, it just made me feel a little bit sad when people were saying, you know, it breaking up the family over this cake, that it was grandma's recipe would be really sad, I think. But it didn't end that way. And they're building a family business off the back of grandma's recipe. So it's like, it's an amazing thing. Just gave me this vivid image of this little shop there, this little bakery where, you know, the two family members are serving and it's like, it's named like grandma's nickname or something like that. (laughs) Lovely. But anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, Am I the asshole for sitting on my husband's lap during Thanksgiving dinner because all the chairs at the table were taken? I, female 28, have been with my husband Sean, male 33, for two years married for five months. Most of his family are decent people, but his mum can be a little passive aggressive and tends to criticize me a lot. Sean sees it as her not getting used to me being around, but I don't know because she treats his ex, Julissa, good. Mother-in-law says that Julissa has been around the family for ages and her past with Sean never affected her relationship with her. Fine, I never minded her attending every holiday and being around till yesterday. We had Thanksgiving dinner at my mother-in-law's house. Sean went there before me and when I arrived, it was already dinner time. Everyone was seated and I saw that all the chairs were taken. I asked mother-in-law why she didn't save me a seat and she said, sorry, and that one of her granddaughters decided to show up last minute and the chair was taken. I looked at her, then at Julissa, who was sitting next to Sean and tried to point out how I was more deserving of her chair since I'm the daughter-in-law. I know I shouldn't have said it. I know. I know. Mother-in-law flat out said that Julissa is as much family as me and that it was rude to imply otherwise. Julissa was nodding confidently while glancing at me. I was so upset I wanted to leave but decided to just sit on my husband's lap and act as casual as possible. I sat on his lap and asked him if he was okay with it. Don't worry, I'm petite and he's strong built and started eating so casually while smiling and complimenting the food and mentioning to Sean how warm and comfortable his lap was now and then. The table went awkwardly silent. Brother-in-law would try to break the silence and change the subject, but it somehow goes back to being awkward. Mother-in-law and Julissa were barely eating and were staring at each other, then at my eyes wide open. Minutes later, Julissa excused herself to the bathroom and so did mother-in-law. It was still awkward, but I did my best to focus on dinner. Sean was eating as well. Later, there was just so much tension and mother-in-law was barely able to speak after Julissa left, early like right after dinner. Sean and I went home and mother-in-law tried calling but then called Sean and texted me saying what I did was inappropriate and that I ruined Thanksgiving dinner and made it awkward. She said it wasn't her fault chairs were taken and I could have dragged a chair from the kitchen but acted childishly and made Julissa and family uncomfortable with how inappropriate I was. Edit. I need to mention that even if I took a chair from the kitchen, that was not enough space at the dinner table to fit the chair. Everyone was sitting next to each other. And Chris asks a question to OP which says not the arsehole. I feel like I missed something. Does he have children with his ex who she brought to Thanksgiving dinner? Minus that I have no clue what she was there for. OP responded saying, no, they were friends and both families were close. Then they started dating then broke up but still maintained a decent relationship. However, mother-in-law is somehow acting like they're still together. 
but she denied all that saying that she just treats her as a daughter and also told me I have zero say in how she treats others which is fine by me really but when I'm being treated as less than I find issues with her treatment. On another note my husband says he can't figure out this problem between me and his mum. He thinks that we're both are wrong. As I was going through this story, it certainly felt to me, you know, right or wrong at the time, and I'm sure more comments are going to go down whatever path and we'll find out, but it certainly felt to me like mother-in-law wants to keep her around to try and get her back with her son. Maybe that's just me reading one too many Reddit stories here, but, but the whole situation just felt very inappropriate to me. And it also felt wrong from your husband's point of view as well, that, you know, he could have sinned at the table before you turned up, that there weren't enough seats for you, and just nothing was said about it. It feels like a real strange situation. But Jack's Braves fan says, not the arsehole, but the whole ordeal could have been avoided had your husband done what he should have done and gave you his seat while he went to fetch another one. In fact, he should have already had an empty seat beside him waiting for you. I can't imagine putting my wife in such an awkward situation. Big Lips Magoo says, not the arsehole. One, I am not petite and I would have still done the same thing. My husband is a full-blown gorilla slash walrus hybrid, so it doesn't matter, but even if he was smaller than me, I still would have done it. Two, I'm never going to be accused of being a wilting flower and no one would dare try this on me because this is exactly how I would react. Right or wrong, I don't care. Sometimes our statement needs to be loud and clear. Three, I would have played like I was fine there, but believe you me, this convo would have carried on in private with my husband. He would hear from me loud and clear. Or, because I am truly not a wilting flower, I would be absolutely fine with reading between the lines with my husband's actions slash lack of actions and acting however I felt was appropriate. Take that how you feel is appropriate, OP. Five, most importantly, pay attention, OP. I would never have to do any of this because my husband would never put me in the position to have to do any of this. You have a husband problem, OP. And one more from Billy who says, not the arsehole, mother-in-law suggests after the fact that OP could have dragged the chair from the kitchen. It was mother-in-law's job as host to do that herself. Failure to do so was an obvious attempt to make OP ill at ease. OP responded delightfully. It was mother-in-law's fault that it turned out the way it did. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you have done if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Euphoric Ad 7012 who says, am I the asshole for kicking mother-in-law out of our wedding for wearing white? Though her original dress was stained. I recently married my incredible husband and the wedding was pretty perfect though there was a bit of family drama. I didn't realize this was even an issue until I saw mother-in-law on Thanksgiving and she was very cold to me. For our wedding, the immediate family was asked to wear the colors, so my mum had raspberry and mother-in-law had a beautiful turquoise. I know Reddit hates on having families wear the colors, but this was a big formal wedding and it felt like the right choice for us. Mother-in-law expressed no problem, probably because she got one of her favorite colors. A few days before the wedding, Mother-in-law had a serious riding accident. Both her wrists were broken. I have a lot of sympathy and can't imagine having two casts on. I guess mother-in-law hadn't practiced eating with a fork with both arms in casts and when she tried to eat at the reception, she got a pretty noticeable stain on the front of her dress. Mother-in-law gets super uptight about stuff like that and needed the dress off immediately. She went to change and come back wearing a white cocktail dress. I was in shock and my maid of honor just looked at me like what the fuck. We went over and gently confronted mother-in-law. 
She said that was the only other dress she had brought as she had brought it to go out with her boyfriend the following night. I said she can't be wearing white at my wedding and she rolled her eyes. She snapped at me, her wrists are fucking broken and told me to just leave her alone. She tried saying it was fine because it was a cocktail dress and not floor length, but I felt really uncomfortable. I asked her to please put another dress on and she said she was not wearing a food-stained dress. I found my husband and told him how uncomfortable I was and he told her to put the other dress back on or leave, so she left. I got a lot of shit for the rest of the night from their side of the family. I thought we were over it, but she was super pissy the other day at Thanksgiving, so I was wondering if I was too much of an asshole. And we're going to start off with Corgwin who says that you're the asshole. Both of her wrists were broken and you are stressing about what color she is wearing after the dinner. You sound really cold. She's going to be your mother-in-law for a long time and you're getting off to a bad start. I don't believe apologies fix everything, but you owe her one for sure. If you really think that your husband is incredible, show a little kindness to his mother. ETA, I can't believe they asked mother-in-law to leave the reception. That is despicable. I'm mystified that OP is surprised that mother-in-law is still upset at Thanksgiving. Mother-in-law was obviously hurt by this and OP is all la-di-da. Aren't you over that? OP, I don't know how you'll ever make this right with mother-in-law. I hope you will try. Dilly Dally says you're the asshole. This was after the wedding at the reception. It should have been evident to you that she wasn't trying to upstage you. Inconceivable says you're the asshole. She didn't wear white on purpose. She had a legitimate accident. It's understandable she would not want to be in her son's wedding pictures all night covered in her dinner. Show a bit of compassion. Things will not be good with his side of the family for a long time, if not forever, after you showed them who you really are. And shoddy indication says you're the asshole, so you preferred your mother-in-law miss her son's wedding over having good pictures. I'm sorry for your mother-in-law. You seem very superficial. Also, cannot imagine husband was okay kicking out his mother. Would you kick out your mother? Wedding is about celebrating love and not about colors of people's dresses. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you think Opie was in the right, in the wrong? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.